voices. Several years ago, I fell asleep at the wheel and I had a wreck on the interstate. But falling asleep at the wheel was just an outward indication that my life was in shambles. My secrets were eating me alive. My emotions were out of control. I had just lost my dream job and I was in desperate need of a nap. As I stood on the side of the road, I called my wife who started packing her bags. The details of our stories likely differ, but plenty of people have fallen asleep at the wheel as their lives spin out of control. The single mother drowning beneath the chaos of parenting, finding a job and just trying to hold it all together. The college student who is suffocating after coming out to his family and finding them anything but supportive. The military vet who wakes up night after night, breathless from the panic. So far, his only cure has been found at the bottom of a bottle. Things are much better these days for me, but I know what it's like to feel completely overwhelmed by life. I've been there. My goal in writing this book is to encourage you to do things like silence your inner critic, cultivate a lifestyle of self-care, and recover from whatever has wounded you. Fear, shame, and guilt have permeated our culture for far too long. It's time to be embraced by divine love, exactly as you are. When my son Ben was around four years old, I took him to the grocery store. As I pushed the cart past the yogurt and cream cheese, I stopped to add a dozen eggs to my cart. I opened the carton and carefully inspected each one. I asked Ben if he knew what I was doing. Checking to see if they're broken, he said. I was pleasantly surprised. A few days after my grocery store trip, I was having lunch with Kendra, a close friend. Kendra's one of those people who appears stable, even in the face of heartbreak and adversity. Keeping up appearances is something we Southerners pride ourselves on. That and college football. I have seen my friend Kendra walk through tough times, being pulled from every imaginable direction. Kendra has been forced to make difficult decisions, and most people would find her current circumstances nearly unbearable. My friend has been living that reality for a few years by this point, managing to walk with dignity in spite of her situation. But this lunch meeting, it was different. I was sitting across from a suddenly fragile friend, a friend whom I feared had an exterior that was ready to crack at any moment. If I asked one more question, I wondered if that thin outer shell might crumble. Those moments aren't easy when someone I care about seems to be suffocating underneath the weight of life. My savior complex kicks into overdrive and I have to stop myself from looking for the nearest phone booth to change from suit to superhero. Often I hear some cherry-picked Christian scripture in my head and think how easy it would be to give a sense of false hope that God will magically fix everything if we just pray hard enough. 
not everyone is looking for a super Christian or a savior. I want everything to be all right, and I want to play a part in it working out. But in my friend's eyes, there was sadness, exhaustion, and loneliness. Kendra just needed space to breathe. She just needed me to embrace the tension of uncertainty with her and let her know that I saw her. This got it together, keep it together, don't let them see you cry, friend of mine, was trusting me with her pain and weariness and fear of all that felt uncertain and uneasy. It was a holy moment. An eggshell holds it all together, protects everything inside. But one foul shake of the carton, one sharp drop, one little push, and splat, out spills baby chicken guts. The harsh reality is this, sometimes even good eggs crack. The good news is sometimes friends are given the chance to pad the carton with a little extra layer of love. And at the end of the day, that's all we've got. Uncertainty, hope, and the compassion of those who care about us. If you're in a rough patch and it feels like nothing is working, here's the thing about hard times. They come and go, just like the tides. Hard times don't last forever. Chaos shows up, and not too long after that, if we're patient and we create a self-care plan and stick to it, calm will show up again. Bad news arrives and then we take a deep breath and look back on all the bad news we've already lived through. Hard days come and sometimes they turn to hard weeks and months, but they don't last forever. So keep holding on when life sucks. Eventually, the tide will recede, the waters will calm, and we will have gained new strength and new wisdom for the journey.